Maya Explaining is the podcast where Maya explains a TV show after having watched only the pilot and finale. She hasn't seen any other episodes and has done zero research. With the help of a special guest expert, Maya will get to the bottom of your favorite shows. Today, Maya explains Gossip Girl. Explaining. This is Maya, and uh, this is our inaugural podcast. I'm here speaking to my producer, uh, Adair Rice, who is fantastic. Hello, Adair. Hey, thanks. Thank you. Right back at you. So, this is our brand new. Well, this is my brand new podcast. Uh, I'm I a little like, nervous. This is my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little nervous about it. Don't give it. me credit for this. <laughs> so, the premise of this show is that. I am going to watch the first episode, uh, the pilot, and the last episode, the finale of a television show that's um, been fully released. And uh, off of the pilot and the finale, with no research and no knowledge thereof, no other episodes, I am going to tell you, the listener, precisely what the show is about. And um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to ace this. I definitely think you will. Uh, I think one thing to note, there will be sometimes we're going to flip the script. Yes. And we'll have someone come on for a show. And the, 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 you'll have a guest expert, mm-hmm. uh, a guest expert, which is a beautiful term. point. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's a thing of beauty. I I mean, when you told me on the phone, I I audibly gasped. <laughs> uh, oh, it's, it's so wonderful. But also, so they will come in and they will have already watched every single up. It has to be a show that you've never watched and they've watched all of. Yes. Or vice versa. There will be times where you bring on someone who's only watched two episodes of a show the the pilot and the and the finale at where you are a diehard fan or have at least painstakingly went through it so that's that's sort of my style anyway, and then they'll explain watching. it to you and <laughs> so they'll they'll my explain to the master well and what's what's really fun is that uh, I'm the kind of person that uh, I don't care about spoilers really. Um, I read Time Magazine, um, and they told me before the book came out that, oh, sorry, spoiler alert, Dumbledore died. And, oh, that's nice of you to do that for everyone. Uh, yeah, I didn't get that. <laughs> I was reading the magazine, and it was like in really large letters. And and you've never read a magazine I again. was shocked, and then I realized, oh, I don't care, because I don't really understand the context of it. And without the context... There's no whoa, real impact. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I don't know if this is ever something we've discussed in the many years we've had a podcast together. Mm-hmm. Have you never read Harry Potter? No. Not kidding. Yes, I have. <laughs> I've, read, <laughs> I've read all of them. Plus, I've read the, uh, the play, and I've played both mobile games, but I have never played any um, uh, Lego Harry Potter. You... You almost threw me through a loop there. Mm-hmm. I was just like, what? <laughs> what? No, 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 no. I mean, I don't, I didn't care about the context of Dumbledore dying uh, because I had not read uh, Half-Blood Prince. Mm. Mm. That's where he dies, right? I mean, I think I would still care. Yeah, that's when he dies. Yeah, no. So this is a, a really good formula for me because um, when I say um, I'm going to let the listeners know at the end whether I will actually watch the whole show. Um, and if I like it, there's a good chance that I will watch the whole show, which is, uh, which is really fun. Plus, um, I'm really looking forward to 
having some of my own friends, um, uh, me being the guestbert and watching shows that I think are uh, pretty wacky and that very drastic things happen from the beginning to the end. Once Upon a Time, I think is a really good one. Also Charmed is a really good one just because they're very weird and the casts are completely different. And I, I like a challenge. So it's kind of like a challenge. So today, Adair, you are going to be my guestbert. And I am very yes, excited. Not to confuse for that. everyone, I'm not your co-host like I am on Dizzy. No, not. <laughs> I, I, I do. I will. I will be on this podcast at the start of every episode. Yes, but today, God willing. But today, I'm also going to be the guestbert because it just happened to be a show that that I am familiar with because I was a teenager in the early 2000s. <laughs> And I am not familiar with because I was not. And you know, that's that's fair. It's, well, it's, it was you were busy. Yeah, we'll get into we'll get into it in a little bit. And I'll tell you a little bit about my choice to not ever watch this show. Um, but shall I tell everyone what television uh, program we're well, doing? Well, hold on. I think I had another question for you beforehand. Oh, and I just want to preface all of this by saying whoever is watching just the pilot and finale is not allowed to do the spoilers. And it's going to be tricky sometimes to find TV shows that you don't know the answer, like the what happens. There's just so much content out on the internet, out on all the social meds. So it's it's a little tricky. And I, I, I like that this week I've been telling you you're not allowed to research it. Because well, you're such a good researcher. I am a hardcore researcher. I love You research. get into Wikipedia holes, so I'm pretty impressed that you have not for this. And I mean, of course, now go ahead and tell 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 the kids what they've won. Well, today, no, well, yesterday, I watched the pilot and finale of Gossip Girl, which aired from 2007 to 2012 and, and had the eternally young... Blake Lively in it. Homegirl does not age. No, she looks exactly the same from 2007 to 2019. And I think Age of Adeline is a true story and she made it for plausible deniability and she and Keanu Reeves are immortals. I mean, if anything, they just get more attractive with age. Paul Rudd, too. <gasps> There's a cult of them. Is Paul Rudd one of them? Maybe they're aliens. That'd be nice. You know, if that's the alien race... I am totally down with that. They're really nice people. Those... They are really, they seem like genuinely wonderful people. Yeah. So like if you're aliens, like if you plan on taking over, please hurry up. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It it would be really nice if you would be done taking over. But, you know, take your time because you're such nice people. I don't want to scare just, them off. Just cross pollinate with hum the human race until eventually we're just a really attractive group of peeps. Just really attractive, really friendly people. Yeah, great senses of humor. I want to have them all over for a barbecue. But just just those those three. I think that they would be really great. I bet they would all bring something. Mm. <laughs> That's I the like kind that. of people they are. Keanu would bring Keanu would bring ice. Because nobody brings enough ice. Blake would bring a pie. Yeah. Yeah. And Paul, Paul would bring deviled eggs. Yeah. And maybe like a six pack of really nice beer. But it's just for the host. Oh, I was thinking it's just for him. <laughs> no, he's nice. <laughs> I know. I, was, I thought that's where you were going with it, though. Do you understand my confusion? I do. All right. Well, so I, un I unfortunately can claim to be a guest spurt on uh on this tv series since i have watched every episode and boy howdy does does a lot of stuff happen in between i was like i guess it kind of makes the finale makes more sense if you've just watched the pilot but yeah it's it'll be interesting and i can't wait to hear what you think what your questions are what the bizarre things we can talk about with this so what do you think are you ready to start yeah talk to you soon Everyone, welcome to the show, and we are here today with our our special guest, Bert, Adair Rice, 
to discuss Gossip Girl, which I watched for <laughs> reasons. Well, for this reason, to do this podcast. I mean, it's topical since they're doing a reboot on HBO. Are they really? XOXO. HBO, HBO. I have feelings about that. I, mean, I do. Yeah, you should. I have some distinct feelings about that after watching this. I assume it will become a lot more for uh, a lot more geared towards the Me Too movement and whatnot. I, I, so, like, I, Chuck's going to f- go to prison then? Yeah, Chuck's, Chuck, yeah. Because he's know, a rapist. And isn't going to become the hero of the series. Yeah, um, what the fuck? What the fuck? I, I mean, you missed out on, like, three seasons of, like, character development on that one. But, uh, yeah, the, I was watching and I was like, there's so much stuff that happens that in no way would play anymore in, like, what would be considered, I suppose, a woke generation. It just does not play. I was just like, oh, yeah, I forgot that Chuck almost raped Jenny. And... And Serena like, in the same episode. Yeah, he's... Which was Yeah, I, I guess... Yeah, I feared... I feared more for Jenny, just because she didn't seem like she had... Like, she was afraid to inconvenience someone by saying no, whereas Serena yeah. knows how to kick someone in the balls. And be really pissed off about it. Don't ever touch her. Uh, yeah, so Maya, let's let's talk about it. You well, watched pilot and finale. I let's, did. Let's, Would let's you hear like, your hot takes. I wrote... Um, just like a little thing about what I think this uh, show is about. Okay, All and right. I cannot wait. You're going to love this. And I wrote this fresh after I had watched both episodes. I sat down, I thought to myself, and then I wrote what this show is about. So, Gossip Girl is a show about Serena. She is pretty and eternally 35. There's a nerd guy named Dave, whose whose dad is a rock dude. His wife left him in the pilot. There's some friction with Serena's mom and him. They get married and divorced sometime in the show. Uh, She got back with her ex-husband after her other ex-husband died. He was Chuck's dad. Chuck Chuck is an attempted rapist. And we discussed that. And everyone thinks his squinty Christian Slater squint is sexy and cool and not derivative at all. Everyone is rich and probably an asshole. There's a voiceover throughout that's a blog by someone named Gossip Girl who knows everything. But no one knows who that is. Apparently, a lot of stuff happens. Now, here are my guesses. Or this is the knowledge that I have. Um... Dan's little sister, Jenny, starts a fashion line, I think, and then she had sex and was sent to London, which everyone agreed was a great thing. Uh, Blair is a mean girl best friend of Serena, and she's dumb and totally selfish in the pilot, but I guess she's not as mean, so I guess she gets a little nicer, but she's still not very nice um, by by the end. She marries Chuck, so he can't be forced to testify against him for the murder of his father, which I believe is murder, at least depraved indifference murder too. I watch Law and Order. And she's happy, so yay. Uh, Serena was on a private plane to go somewhere. Um, My hypothesis for that is that she was starting, her friends were starting to notice that she wasn't aging, so that's why. She had to go. Um, but she aged. She, she aged of Adeline out. Yeah, she aged of Adeline out. <laughs> but then she read something that Dave wrote, and then she got off the plane, and she forgave him for re- for saying I'm just, mean I'm things. I'm going to stop you for a second. His name is Dan. What did I say, Dave? You've said Dave. Whatever. Just th- just think of it's, our friend. It's not like I know um, anyone named Dan who who lives in Brooklyn. I don't know anyone named Dan who lives in Brooklyn and is a podcaster and Okay, like, well that doesn't matter. And all I mean, but Dan person. does have a secret blog where he airs all of our secrets. We really should tell him to stop. Oh right. Well, anyway, whatever Dan Dan wrote, but Dan wrote something mean uh to about Serena and Vanity Fair. And now I think that Dan's dad gets together with um 
Lisa Loeb. It totally looked like Lisa Loeb at the end. Yeah, it is Lisa Loeb. It's a very much an afterthought, though. It's a non. It's a. It's a moot point because it literally the only time you see it is in that one scene. Oh, so yeah. So he. So he had. They had to give him someone that was like culturally appropriate, and so Lisa Loeb was the answer since he was a an indie rock star at one point. Oh Lord. Uh, okay. So, so here's yeah, the rest. That's all you need to know so, about Lisa Loeb. Serena marries Dan who has always yes. loved her and oh yeah he's gossip girl except when he loved her best friend or his best friend or a movie star played by Hillary Duff or oh, so yeah, it, was, Hillary like, Duff was on the show Hillary Duff was on the show for like uh, like five four or five episodes I think oh she went to college with them briefly she was a movie star though and had a threesome with Dan and his best friend who he had been in love, or he had been in love with, and then she comes back. Yeah, you you see her for a brief second. She's ambiguously ethnic. Uh, her name is Vanessa, and she's it. She comes in in a few episodes into the first season, and oh, she's in it okay. in and out a lot. They date for a bit at one point. I don't know, but she he has he has a threesome with Hillary Duff and Vanessa, and then that's when he realizes, oh, I'm in love with Vanessa. Okay, because yeah. Okay, so <laughs> your face while I explain some of this stuff has been really amazing. It's just I gotta say that when I finished watching the first episode, I was like, oh, I'm totally down to watch another one after this. And then but instead of watching episode two, I went to the last one and that made me go, I never want to watch this show again. I hate everyone. Because for the most part, everyone's a shitty person. Everyone's terrible, and there's no real consequences. I mean, um, what's her face is nice, uh, Serena. But I guess Serena wasn't always nice either. Yeah, no, she. Well, so basically, the whole idea is: if you're mean, you're smart. If you're not mean, you're self-destructive. And that's kind of the pattern. Is whenever so, Nate's kind of consistently decent. Um. I know you, you, you. He gets introduced as kind of a, a dick, but well, and then no. he towards the at the end of the series he randomly dates a minor, but then she disappears, which is probably for the best. Uh, but like he's he's better than others. He has a whole storyline with Elizabeth Hurley, which I found hilarious, and then somehow turned an internship. Oh wow! At this mag, like he never gra- he didn't graduate. None of them, from what I can see, graduated college. Like not a one of them. The ones that went, it all of a sudden, like, school just didn't become a thing. And his third year, he started interning at at the, this magazine and then be, somehow becomes, like, within six months, the editor-in-chief. And he's going to run Which, for mayor of New York uh, in, in the last Presumably. Episode. I just, I don't even, there's so, there's so much about the alcohol age limits and how, like, for some reason, they just don't apply because they have money. Which I was like, I can get some of that but i really can't get all of that but it's just they have like unabashed freedom their their privilege is never checked it's nuts to me there's some hilarious i would say you would enjoy this series because michelle trachtenberg is a force to be reckoned with and she has several storylines throughout the series she she leaves and comes back several times and i find her hilarious i did find her intriguing she's she's a really interesting character she's very stress inducing for the first season (laughs) but her character just evolves a lot and she ends up getting pregnant and you think it's dan's kid turns out being a russian it's a russian guy's kid and then there's like a hit out on her oh my and then that's why when jack rolls that window down and she's like are you kgb (laughs) Like, that's why that was funny. Oh. I did actually like that they ended up together because they're both conniving characters that you kind of hate. But then you're like, oh, well, I guess that works. Huh. Well, as you know, I uh, I like to text you when I'm watching things. and uh, I do know that. So I wanted to, to, to share a few, just a few thoughts that I had. One of them was that Declan from Revenge is Serena's little brother, which was very exciting. Yeah, and he's in it for a fair amount. He disappeared. He and Jenny both disappeared. 
here. That's because little point. siblings are boring. It's also why Declan died in Revenge. Well, yeah. Je- I mean, Jenny has this... Her third season is a fucking mess. Uh, and she just, like, goes through, like... So when she has sex mess. and moves to London? Well, I think she does that in the fourth season. But what she does is she hooks up with uh, this crazy model who later on uh, plays Speedy in Arrow. And they work together, and then randomly she's just off the wagon and starts burning her clothes. And they get in a huge altercation, and Jenny just starts screaming, and it's just, it's ridiculous. And yeah, so, and then I can't remember exactly what happens with Eric in that, why he leaves, I think... He's just sort of, I mean, I know he's in it for a fair amount of time. I feel like it's that he goes to Sarah Lawrence and he just never really returns to the plot. I think it's something like that. It's been a while. Uh, he gets written but, off to college. Yeah, but he he was openly gay. He be, he comes out of the closet in the series, which cool. was an interesting thing. And Jenny thinks he has a crush on her at one point. It's like, oh, nope. no, 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 no. <laughs> nope. Uh, which I was like, it seemed pretty clear. I also, I, I appreciate that at a certain point they stopped dyeing his hair blonde because Homeboy's not a blonde and it's clear and it looks really bad when they do that. It looked like he had dyed his hair blonde. But but by, he had some, yeah. Like he had done it himself. A bad dye job aside, he had some really, he has some really good moments in the, especially in the first season where he talks about, I mean, because you obviously find out in the pilot, he tried to kill himself. And that's why, one of the reasons why Serena comes back. Mm -hmm. There's more, because of course, there's always more reasons. Like you assume she leaves town because she had sex with Nate, but that's actually not why she left town. And that becomes a whole thing. Why did she leave town? It's uh, so basically she starts getting threatened by Georgina and then like down spiraling because Georgina has a a video of her and it's she's with a guy and the guy ODs and it's she comes to Georgina's after she sleeps with Nate freaking out and Georgina just uh, she's recording it because she wants to do like a sex tape because she thinks it's she wants to like put Serena on a sex tape because she thinks it's funny or something. And then the guy starts kissing her and saying, and she tells him to do like another line or something because she's not like into it. And uh, and then he ODs oh. and dies. And her she feels a tremendous amount of guilt on that. And that's why she leaves. And then Georgina blackmails her a majority of... Which one is I Georgina? The, Georgina's Michelle Trachtenberg. Oh! So that's how she comes in and but she comes in and then she infiltrates Vanessa and Dan's like friendship group and like she she fakes like an identity and is in Brooklyn and then Blair gets her sent off to military school. It's great. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, it's it, it's there's so much wackadoodleness. Now, I did think that Rufus, uh, Dan's dad was like way hotter than anybody else on that show. And I don't know if that's because I'm an adult and I naturally yeah, gravitate. Yeah, no, I think that's definitely. <laughs> I naturally gravitate towards adult bodies when I'm I mean, like, hmm. Like, let's be fair, though. None of these people were actually teenagers. No. No. The true, the true uh, difficulty with the CW show, you never, like, it's like with One Tree Hill. You never get people that are, like, yeah. actually that age. Yeah, this isn't Degrassi at all. Um, now, no. um, they don't go there, but Leighton Meester, Meister, Meester, Burgermeister. Yeah. Okay. Um, she, she looked like a small child next to, uh, Blake Lively. I mean, she looks like a full grown adult now on the younger side, but she looks like an I adult now. I think also now. just, it was that she was new to this like series television. I don't think she had done much before that. But she still looks like such a little kid. She looks. I mean, it's the soft features and she's very short, slight. She looks like she's. she's petite. She looks like she's my son Harry's age. To be fair, though, anyone compared to like Blake Lively looks kind of young. Like they look short. I mean, not saying that Blake Lively looks old. Like she's just so tall. Like she's tall, leggy. She looks like a grown, put together woman on that show. Now, I have Mm -hmm. seen her on Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, and she doesn't really look like a full grown woman on those. I think part of it is the tan she gets. Probably. (laughs) 
It seems like one of those mistaken hands that a lot of teenage girls do. Yeah. <laughs> Alexis Bledel has the same thing happen. Okay, I don't know. We, we just, we veered off there. You were saying you, I, I mean... Let's be real, your your mind-splaining of Gossip Girl is pretty accurate. Wow. Uh, there's a lot of crazy that you probably couldn't have predicted. There's a few things that they allude to. Uh, one big one being that Serena's cousin comes... So, what's... Okay, so there's this crazy thing where there was a spin-off episode because they were thinking about making a TV show about Lily and her sister Carol in L.A. in the 80s. And so there was one spinoff episode Lily, where it goes back. Lily's Serena's, Serena's mom. Like when she starts following rock bands and like breaking out and stuff like that. Oh, right. Um, and it's the, they had, I think it was Brittany Snow played young Lily. And her sister Carol was played by, oh God, what is her name? It is going to bother the crap out of me. Kristen Ritter. Yeah, so Kristen Ritter and Brittany Snow. And it's actually a really fun little standalone episode, but doesn't get, it didn't get picked up for a pilot. Oh. Um, but that was like their tentative pilot. And so that was a fun thing. And so you kind of get interested in like the whole backstory of Carol and stuff like that, which is fun. But Carol has a daughter named Charlotte, Charlie, and she comes... But then you find out that Carol actually sent an actress who you see in the pilot, in the finale, Ivy, with the raspy voice, uh-huh. because she wants to get control of Ivy's checking account because she's run out of money. And then later on, Nate starts dating this girl named Lola, who is actually Charlotte. And she's the one who's in the, oh. she's in Germany filming, but you see her at the end and she's in a makeup chair. Um, Where they all look at their phones and go, oh my God, I can't believe it. Yeah. Yeah, every- so, so yeah, so that's like a whole other plot line that goes on for several seasons. And Ivy, she sleeps with William, and then she also sleeps with Rufus at some point. I, I don't know, there was some plot mess with people. I don't know what exactly was going on there. But the thing they do find out is Lola, Charlotte, and Serena, and Eric are all half-siblings. Because William what? is the father of all of them. Wait, so wait, wait. cousins and siblings. So William... Vanderwoodson. Billy Baldwin, I think it is. Okay. And, okay, yeah. He is Serena's dad. Yeah. And Eric's dad. And. Yeah. And Charlotte's dad. And Charlotte's dad. And he also fooled Lily into thinking she had cancer so she could spend time with them and trying to break her and Rufus up. And But then they find out. And yet she still ends up with him. But she is also the woman that said, she has moments of like growth and you like get really excited about her. But then she'll say stuff like, well, I guess we'll just do what we did for his last funeral because he definitely almost died. Or he definitely, they thought he died once before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is like his second death. But yeah. And then she, when they find out he's alive, she's married to Rufus and leaves Rufus to be with Bart, even though she was in love with Rufus when she was married to Bart. Why? I don't know. But it's so soap opera-esque. Like, it's just, it's like a telenovela. Now, as far as the show goes, there were a couple of shining moments for me. Okay, tell me. And also, if you have any questions, feel free to ask. (laughs) Where do we begin? Where do we begin? (laughs) So for me, the couple of shining moments, because I hated the show. I'm just going to put that out there. I think it really, if you, especially if you start, f- if you do first and final, there's no payoff whatsoever in it. Yeah. It's It gets, it goes a little off the rails. I would say it actually has a pretty solid first season. And so I would say maybe watch that first season because you get some good Michelle Trachtenberg action. Maybe I'll try that and out. And that's fun. And then if, if you're like, I'm good, you can just be done. But I think you would actually enjoy the first season. It's bananas, but the entire series is bananas. I've watched the the Vampire Diaries, so I feel like I can do bananas. You've watched some of the Vampire Diaries. I've watched a bit of it. I can tell you things. If you ask me a random question about it, I could probably answer that. Who's the mother of Alaric's children? She was the doctor lady, and she was also one of the Gemini twins. Who gives birth to Alaric's children. Oh, Caroline. But she's not really the mom. They just magically popped into her body through a spell cast by uh, one of the one of one of the witches. They did a little hoodity hoodity. So garbage. That show is so <laughs> it's garbage. All garbage. Anyway, TV's just so garbage. I, the CW has a, a track record of making shows filled with shitty, shitty characters that for some reason we root for. 
for some reason, True. we don't want... I rooted for Caroline. So did I, and she wasn't great. No, she wasn't. But yeah, sorry, you were saying there are shining moments in Gossip Girl. Shining and moments. And I am incredibly intrigued. In the pilot, Dan asks his dad, because he gets a call from, or a text message on a really, like a Nokia-looking kind of phone, uh, from Jenny, saying, it's an emergency, I need you really quick. And he's like... Hey, Dad, are you okay? And his dad takes a breath and goes, well, you know, you know, things have been really tough since your mom left, but she's left before. And like, you know, I'm just trying to take it one day at a time. (laughs) I was like, oh, like I laughed so hard. That's a good one. And that was like just a few minutes into the show. And so I was like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm into this. And then also. I really like the Humphrey dynamic. It's good. Um, Also, despite Chuck being really fucking shitty i do i was very impressed that he bribed her with a grilled cheese sandwich with truffles on it because i mean i don't want to go into that kitchen i don't want to broadcast that like that's how to get me into a, a into a kitchen but i would legit go i'd be like oh and i mean and 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 serena was also like "Mm, i really want that sandwich though so i'm gonna go like, yeah, I don't want to go was, with you, she but... She was cautiously optimistic that there'd be a sandwich at the end of that creepy rainbow. And then he gives her the sandwich, and he tries to hit on She's like, dude, it's just a sandwich. And I was, uh, I was very impressed. Those, um, also, there was a moment where Blair was really aggressive, we're gonna say, towards, towards Serena, uh, about her yogurt, but you could tell it wasn't about yogurt. They weren't just talking about yogurt. Cause she's like, oh, it looks like you still have yogurt to eat. And I was like, man, you are aggressive about yogurt. Also, if you can't tell from that sushi scene, Blair has some food issues that, that get delved into. I could tell. And mostly I could tell that there's going to be some anorexia. There was going to be some anorexia or bulimia issues because of the choice of clothing that she wore. She would choose clothing that she couldn't fill out because, and I, I felt like it was a costuming choice to make her look more frail and skinny. And also her mom kept saying, kept making comments about her weight. Yeah. And did you notice they changed the actor from, they changed in the first few episodes, Blair's mom, Eleanor, uh, changes. No, and I then did not Eventually, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a completely different actress. Um, she has a, her saving graces. She ends up with Wallace Shawn, Cyrus, and... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like, so oh, she, that, yeah, so she marries Wallace Shawn. Oh, Shawn's that's Blair's mom. That's Blair's mom. For some reason, I was thinking dad. maybe that was Chuck's mom because... No, oh, that's another thing that annoys me. So Chuck brings up his mom in the first episode. You Like, he talks about his mom's meds. They wrote that pilot before they decided plot lines because Chuck's mom is reportedly dead at childbirth but then she comes back randomly but so like chuck has no relationship with his mom his mom she doesn't have meds that he's taking like presumably he believes her to be dead for 18 years then finds out that she's alive but then he's not sure if she's conning him you're never a hundred percent clear if his mom is dead or if she's alive if she's good or if she's bad it's a very messy plot line that i don't think they ever knew what to do with but chuck does not have a mom like just across the board doesn't yeah i assumed that that was his mom because i had never seen her before and it was really funny to me because i was just like why why are they talking about chuck's mom she's dead and then i was like they didn't think about that they didn't yeah it's like how certain characters as shows go on get like dumber or more intelligent (laughs) or more just like stereotypical if you watch oh god there's this one show where the guy just becomes, uh, it's, he's played by Oliver Hudson. I remember that. And he just becomes a bigger idiot in each season. And I'm just like, why? <laughs> yeah. So, no. So Blair's mom marries Wallace Shawn, who's a lawyer named Cyrus. And I love him. Oh, and he was really nice. And his relationship with Blair is adorable. And really, I think he does a lot for rounding that character and making us like her. He did the, and he performed the wedding Yes, he did. Everyone dresses really nicely. I mean, so that's nice. Lots of nice clothes. So I was actually very surprised because, again, I did no research on this show. So I was very surprised to learn that this ran for six seasons. Yeah. Which is a really long time for a teen drama because that's the rest of high school. Riverdale's going on its fourth season. (laughs) 
what's going on next? What's Looks like Jughead may die. But so I was, I the, there were a couple of things that, uh, oh, also at the very, very end, seeing uh, Kristen Bell and Rachel Blisson, Bilson. Bilson. That cracked my shit up. That was funny. Well, what's funny is Rachel Bilson is playing, obviously playing herself. She was in the OC. She, the OC is very famously responsible for inspiring Gossip Girl yeah. to happen because the teen drama scene was coming back and they were like, well, we've done California. Now let's try New York. But Rachel Bilson also dated Adam Brody for many a year. And then Adam Brody subsequently married Leighton Meester, who's in Gossip Girl. Oh, right. That's true. And then the actress who played Vanessa and the actor who played Chuck Bass dated for several years. And then obviously, I, I think it's pretty well known that for the last like three years of the show, Blake Lively and Penn Badgley were dating. I don't think he was. Okay, so hard cut here. I mean, don't cut this, but I mean. I know what you mean. You know. As the editor. You don't have to. This is why I'm your producer. You don't have to to tell me what you mean. But what I mean is, okay, so this might be scandalous to some, but I think that Dan Humphrey, Humphreys? Humphrey. Humphrey. No Y. No S. Okay. I believe that Dan Humphrey is a big fucking creep. Yeah. There's lots of jokes. I mean, did you watch you on Netflix? No, but I heard about it, but I heard that it, but when I, I, it's very, very similar. It feels very like it's the extension of the character a little bit. And I think it's really hard for me now to watch it and not be like mildly creeped out by him. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, he's creepy. Um, I never saw you, but I knew what it was about and that's why I didn't watch it. And it's a very interesting series. But it feels like you would be, if Gossip Girl... If, if, if Dan had been just, I mean, I'm going to say five degrees, five degrees uh, worse of a human being. No, I mean, it's not far off. Fortunately for them, Dan had a little bit of a conscience. So I guess he stopped uh, putting out the blog when Chuck and Blair got into some car accident. Yeah, and Blair had a miscarriage during it. He oh, shut down the site. That's sad. So... Yeah, because she was pregnant with her fiance at the time, who was a who was a prince. Uh, she was pregnant with his child, and then, yeah, it turned out he was a dick. There were a few times he shut it down, just like out of respect, and it was very clear. Yeah, but I mean, this Gossip Girl is essentially a creepy stalker blog about Serena and her friends, and how, and then he manipulated people. So that they would be with people and not be with people so that he could eventually get together with Serena. It seems like everybody's schemes and machinations and shitty behavior actually paid off for them. So I guess congratulations. Yeah, no one really gets Yeah, there's no consequences. Like William makes, Lily thinks she has cancer and he gets her in the end. So I mean, I guess it's when shitty people have no consequences. I find it slightly upsetting because... There, I mean, something bad has to happen to them a little bit, and nothing happened to them, and everyone's friends. I mean, things do happen. A fair number of accidents, a fair number of uh, almost deaths, getting shot. Uh, Serena gets drugged twice, which I'm just like, how? Okay. All right. Yeah, there's a lot. There, I mean, a lot happens. There's just never, like, there's no fine. permanent consequences. Like, none of them deal with the, like, like, Serena, I think, is the only one that sort of struggles with some demons. Serena. And that's, and she, she processes it. In Serena a appears way. to be the only person who wants to be a good person, but struggles with what exactly that means. Um, yes. And, and struggles against her own impulses to be shitty because she can get away with it. Yeah. What I would say is most of the characters are one dimensional and Serena's like two dimensional. Barely. And. <laughs> I mean, I love Blake Lively. And I, I mean, to a certain degree, I don't actually understand why I never watched this show. But there's lots of shows that just for some reason I just haven't taken the time to watch. Sebastian stands on it at one point. Who's that? It's pretty funny. Sebastian Stan, oh, right. Bucky Barnes. Oh, is he? from He's cute. He's he's he seems nice too. He's he's a complete he I mean he's he's a dick, but he's fun to watch. He plays Carter Basin. Oh, that's a that's he's a, a player. that's a rich guy's name. 
Chuck is funny in that Chuck is not a rich person's name. I'm Chuck Bass. I mean, Chaz sounds more, but that's the kind of like 80s rich guy. Maybe they're bringing back Chuck. Yeah, I just, I, I didn't understand. I mean, I have friends that I've had since high school and we're all very close. And in our friend group, we have had people that have done really shitty things to each other. And those people are not friends with us anymore. Yeah, I think that's the hardest thing for me to really believe is that they're all still friends after Because never in a million billion years would I be friendly with someone who I had to knee in the balls because he wouldn't get off of me. That isn't someone that I would that I would socialize with. Does he ever apologize for that behavior? Um, I, 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 maybe. So basically him loving Blair is what makes him a better person. Because they get together. And that still is not, yeah. So the, she loses her virginity to Ugh. him, actually. Who does? Uh, Blair? So it's. Bl- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blair does. So it's not like cut and dry with that. But he basically try he spends a majority of his time trying to figure out how to be a person that she deserves. And there's a natural pull to each other. But then at a certain point, they want to get married, but they realize they need to be the best versions of themselves before they do that. But then, of course, they witness a murder. And well, they so witness manslaughter. But that's <laughs> he could have yeah, gotten off. Very true. I think it's reasonable. Actually, no, no. Chuck would not have gotten off because he because Bart was hanging from that ledge for just a few seconds longer than was comfortable. Yeah, there there was yeah. too much hesitation in that. Well, it's 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 a show about beautiful people who have beautiful f- drama filled lives and everybody lives happily ever after. And well, it's actually funny where it's like the kids who behave like adults and the adults who behave yes. like kids. There are very few examples of good parents. My favorite example of good parents are Dorota, the maid, and her and the doorman, Vanya, who end up getting Aww. married. Although their children I never you never really see. But like she's an adorable mother figure yes. to Blair. I really, you see her a few times in the She in the uh had to have a drink because she was so Yeah, she was drinking the vodka. With two olives. Light ice, three olives. Yeah, and I was like I, I rewatched it today just so I remember what you would be seeing because like watching it and I'm like, oh god. There's like moments I'm like, this is so problematic. But yeah, so Maya, you said you had some questions about this show. Did you, did those questions get answered or Well, I was do they spend a lot of time in bars? I know you mentioned a little something about that. So Chuck actually buys like a hotel and like has a burlesque club and a bar and stuff. There's a fair amount of time in bars. They go to a lot of bars for parties and stuff like that. Because I was really like for a minute because I forgot how old. But because Blake Lively looks exactly the same now. So her sitting in a bar. Yes. When they're drinking from martini glasses, you're like, oh, then yeah, when Leighton Meister Meister is drinking her when Blair comes in is drinking a. A martini i was like what the fuck why are you in a bar yeah so the legal casual consumption of alcohol not in party settings but in that was just it's just like that it's them being cosmopolitan teens. also i'm pretty sure you're not allowed to sit on the metropolitan steps fun fact oh i had no idea (laughs) so yeah i think that's not a thing now which baldwin is that is william it's william oh that's billy Baldwin. baldwin Oh. Billy Baldwin. Huh. Which makes it pretty easy to remember. William Baldwin plays oh, okay. William Baldwin. Okay. And um, well, I asked you, why is everyone friends? I asked you. Oh, I was wondering if I was going to get to see Jenny. And I did get to see Jenny for like half a second when she's running with bags. And I was like, I think that's Jenny. Yeah. You, yes. She definitely has a very interesting, like she has some, she goes like real blunt rocker chick for a while. And she does like bright red lipstick. And it's like, oh, Jenny, you're all grown up. And then Nate has a crush on her. Yeah. It's weird. You did a really good job of answering my questions. My, I mean, I had a, you answered my question about Hillary Duff. Now, here is something, and this is my last question, I think. Uh, Nate seemed to have more of a thicker New York accent on the last episode than he did the first episode. Was that just a slow development? I think it must have been a slow development because I didn't notice it. When he's 
interviewing with the press. Maybe his balls just dropped in the series. Like, his New York ones? Maybe. Times Square? His New York Times balls. Square. New Year's. His, his Yankee Stadium <laughs> balls. Yeah, that's it. And yeah, and I gotta say, I I will give the first season. I generally give shows like three episodes in the first season to say if I'll enjoy it or not. I would be. I would say you gotta wait to the end because it got Michelle tracked him right at the now. end of the third third episode. At, at the end of the first season, I have to wait that long. Like that's what I was saying. You should. Well, I think she comes in, I think it's like halfway through the first season, but I feel like she, the momentum is better and there's more, like, I find the challenges more interesting. Although every once in a while I'm like, Serena, if you tell the truth, then you won't get blackmailed. <laughs> it seems like in a lot of ways, it never seemed- she is a very grown and mature adult. And in a lot of ways, she is a teenager. Because that is sort of the reaction that a teenager would have, would be, keep it secret, keep it secret, don't tell anyone. But but again, she's so poised. I don't know what the hell. Yeah. She's beauty and she's grace. She's got grilled cheese on her face. Grilled cheese. That grilled cheese looked really that good. It so reminded good, right? me of that sandwich that we had. It was so Do you remember that, the sandwich, sandwich that we had at the bike place? Oh, yeah. That, that was a really was good really sandwich. Good. Guys. You know, those wings we had after really were really good, too. too. Um I dream about them. So do I. Uh, I. I have had a dream so about them. Maya. No, I just was disturbing. eating. I Maya, was just can eating. I tell you? And I woke up and I was hungry. So can I tell you, Vulture wrote an article. It was the 13 most unbelievable things that happened on Gossip Girl. And I feel like if I share that with you, you really get a whole idea for the, okay. for the series. Because I think like I can explain things, but it's not... It, it's so much better when someone else talks about it. So the, a lot happens, obviously, because they go through like some college and some high mm-hmm. school and all of that fun stuff. But yeah, so the uh, obviously the first big plot point, the unbelievable plot point, and most people agree it's like kind of the number one most ridiculous plot point is that Dan is Gossip Girl. I thought that was fucking but, stupid. You know, but it's yeah. there. We're not able to Mm-mm. to change that. So yeah, Bran is king and Dan is. Gossip Girl. Dan is Gossip Girl. Bran is king. Oh, man, that's a meme right there. You should say, Bran is king. Dan is Gossip Girl. Nothing makes sense. <laughs> Nothing. Why? Why would we do that? Yeah. Uh, Serena getting drugged twice. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Serena getting drugged twice. Several years apart, but still. Because Georgina drugs her once That when she was doing that whole thing and the guy died. She was certain oh. had been drugged. And then uh, Black Canary. Juli- also known as Juliet, drugs Serena. What are well. they trying to get? I mean, I get why Georgina drugged her was to get a sex tape, but why did the... Uh, uh, so Juliet's subplot is real interesting in that Serena leaves boarding school <laughs> because there's an... A, a, presumably, she had an affair with her teacher, and then she signed an affidavit, and the teacher got put in prison. The thing is, she didn't. Her mom did. Her mom had an affair with the teacher? No, her mom signed the, like, the affidavit to get him put in jail, even though nothing happened. Serena liked him, but nothing happened. So he is in prison, and he, is, and, he and his sister, then, mm-hmm. who is Juliet, are texting. He's texting from prison, um, which is you weird. Can get phones. Um, you can get phones but... in prison. I've, I've, I've heard that. You pay for them. Oh, okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. I watch documentaries. Uh, so, so basically, the whole plan is she wants to destroy her academic career because her she lied about this thing. Meanwhile, her cousin is a professor at Columbia, where Serena goes, and she's like, "There's another sort of attraction. I think she might date him. I can't remember exactly, but anyway, she then Juliet's trying to find proof of that to get Serena kicked out of." school but ultimately what happens is it's proven that it was lily then the brother ben gets released and then serena dates him oh because they're adults now so serena gets drugged twice once by juliet once by georgina great then dan's story getting into the new yorker and this is a really incredibly hard thing to do to get his story into new yorker the new yorker and the fact that dan does it and he also gets like things put in vanity fair and he gets his first book published like it's very unbelievable that someone who's under the age of like 22 is getting that much Rachel Bilson and Kristen Bell are both reading his script because he's so amazing they both said that I know Kristen Bell wasn't didn't seem to like it that much but uh, she did break the fourth wall which gotta love that I did love that she made a cameo oh 
it. <laughs> she has such a lovely voice. I could listen to her mm-hmm. read bedtime stories. Yeah, you should listen to Armchair Expert when she's on with her. Mm-hmm. It's Dax Shepard, her husband's podcast, and they're adorable together. They're banter, but I love listening funny. to her voice. And mm-hmm. she sings sometimes. I was watching the hot ones with her on it. I Doesn't she like insult him? or so? I, I need to watch it because I, I saw an article and I'm like, that's mm-hmm. that show that Maya likes. All right, then there's Jenny's fashion career is another plot line. Just to give you, I'll read this part because I don't think we really covered much of it. Why would Eleanor Waldorf, the heiress behind a million dollar fashion business, put everything in the hands of a 16 year old intern with way too much eyeliner just because Jenny goes to school with her daughter? No one thought to ask how this raven eyed moppet was putting in so many hours when she was supposed to be in study hall. Also, I mean... And then well, she has I her think own it's fashion. Because line too. you know, in the very first episode, she made that dress. Which oh, yeah, is she's super talented. Like the impressive. whole idea is she's super talented, but like she's, but she's just not like dedicated. No one's she's dedicated supposed to be fourteen, show, even though academics play such. I think so. No one puts like a like. There's so much focus put on the academic element in the first season, and then like it just sort of goes. To the so wayside. they don't talk about school uh, after the first Chuck season. Back- I mean, they go to college, but like it's yeah, it's somehow conveniently they all end up back in New York. So Chuck Bass owning a bar. He's like 18 and he buys a bar. And how how can you get a liquor license when you're an 18 year old? So that's one of them. Then, uh, oh, Nate Archibald running the spectator. So this is uh, this. Is, I like this. This. Yes, this was the era, era when Jared Kushner ran the Observer, but he went to Harvard or he went to Harvard. When Nate was put in charge of this New York newspaper, no one believed that he was smart enough to actually, you know, read a newspaper. Oh yeah, Rufus and Lily have a love child. It is such, Rufus and Lily, they have a love child. And he comes to, he's in it for like a hot second. He just, such a boring character. Army Hammer's in it later too. Uh, So yeah, Rufus and Lily's love child dating Vanessa. That's about it. Um, uh, that's a so Serena and Eric, uh, Serena everything Eric and Dan- oh, yes. and Jenny, I guess, too, because Jenny's related to all of- okay, and they he never comes back again because he's so terrible. No, he's like, he's just not super interesting, and he doesn't really want to be a part of everything, which you know, maybe he thought makes him more interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, everything about Vanessa, because since you haven't met Vanessa, I'll read this. While we're at it, it's impossible to believe that anyone would be friends with this self-important, overly sincere, constantly meddling barista from Brooklyn. (laughs) Bart Bass coming back from the dead. Georgina Sparks uh, finding Jesus. That was like a hot second. Ivy Dickens being in the will. Uh, She's in Serena's grandmother's will. That's a whole thing. Uh, Dan and Serena sleeping with their teachers because they both do that. And then Dan and Blair having sex <laughs> so there you go the series in a nutshell <laughs> okay so when i mean what was funny about the last episode is that the last episode this finale was about i'm gonna say about 40 percent um exposition about Everything else that happened. That's why I know so much. Yeah, they honestly. do tell you I mean, a lot. I'm, I was I'm realizing pretty good at like, oh, yeah, things. Good. They, 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 they probably clued her in. <laughs> I mean, it, it, the way that they talk to each other with so much exposition, it's like, uh, you know, it's like the time that we met at the wedding. And I just knew that you were going to be my one true friend. Remember when Dan got married to Courtney and there were beautiful flowers that we spread on the like that's the kind of conversations that they had (laughs) away from your face (laughs) that was funny away from my face (laughs) because you didn't want to take it off because it it was for the wedding so you're like just get it away from my nose and then you always just get away from my nose i wore wore it on like your shoulder i wore it almost the whole time (laughs) it was great i loved it yeah yeah, no, it got I far mean, like, away. and you faced up, uh, you just but, put your, positioned yourself, like, on the aisle in a different place, and, like, it worked, it worked. Okay, sorry, that's not the point of this. It all worked. <laughs> it looked great. But that's the way that, but they talk about things like the other person that they're talking to weren't, wasn't there. Yeah, like, I mean, Blair, we both dated they're Dan. They're like, well. He's tried so many times to be part of our crowd. 
he's done this. He married my, his dad, his dad married my mom, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, remember that one time? Like, wow, this is great. This is great information. I need all of this information. For you, it actually was a really great thing they did. Probably for me, I was like, yeah, we know. Time is money. Money is power. Power is pizza. Pizza is knowledge. And then Nate and... And who was the, oh, who was Jade. that girl that so Jade, Jade was with? So Jade is the daughter, I want to say, of someone that Serena dated. So it's his daughter. She's in high school. Nate thinks she's in college. But when he finds out she's not in college, that does not stop them. But their relationship seems, it seems like, at least from what I recall, that doesn't feel very romantic towards the end. But we never, like, really know what happened to her. That's creepy. So, but the way, I, I mean, like... Her conversation with Dan- I'm sorry, with Nate seemed very strange and artificial when she's describing. Yeah. Even I, I uh, wanted to be little Jay when, when I they're was trying in to guess grade. who. I wrote it down. I wrote it down because they were like, well, because because Nate said, well, it couldn't be Jenny. And at first, I thought it was Jenny. They definitely lead you to believe that it's I did Jenny. actually think. Little Jay was my idol in seventh grade. God. Little Jay was my idol so in much. seventh grade. Who was your idol in seventh grade? My idol in seventh grade? Hmm. I didn't have one. I mean, I'd assume a- like I'd assume like J.K. Rowling was my idol or something like that. I was pretty deep into Harry Potter at that point. Jean Luc Picard. Oh yeah, he's pretty great. Um, Lizzie McGuire. No, well, that's too. That's beyond my. Yeah, and I think Lizzie McGuire might have been my idol in seventh grade. And then into adulthood. I think Jean-Luc Picard was my idol, but I'm like such a nerd. Well Um, placed. Also, I really looked up to Will Wheaton. Mm. uh, Because uh, he was a big nerd. And and he he has a career for being a big nerd. I know, but he got to be on like what I considered to be the best show ever. And, uh, so I was, so yeah, I'd say Will Wheaton and also Jean-Luc Picard, not Patrick Stewart, although I think Patrick Stewart is an amazing human being. But when I was a kid, um, I wanted Jean, I, I just loved Jean-Luc Picard. I wanted to like be his daughter. I mean, no offense to my own dad, but that's what I wanted for me. I loved reading Rainbow. That's pretty good. And he's somebody really good to look up to. He is. Really amazing human being. Take a... Never meet your idols, Maya. No, it reminds me of that episode of... Of uh, Yeah. He's yeah, like, I told him I, I never quoted. wanted to meet him. You can't disappoint a picture. So, Maya, all that has been said and done, will you watch this series? Will you give it a rose? I will try to watch the first season but no guarantees i might i might just fuck off the whole show i'm gonna so i hope you keep the audience updated on uh your journey with gossip girl Mm -hmm. and i appreciate you explaining it to me here's something funny is that i watched the first episode of that other show we were talking about the vampire diaries and I hated everyone on that show. And then I skipped mostly to the end and I really liked everyone on the show. So that made me go back and watch more of it. And Can't I didn't hate everyone as much. So I'm going to, so I will give this an honest chance. Um, yeah, I'm going to give it an honest chance, but I'm pretty sure it's a shitty show. Yeah. Dude, this show is bananas. Mm-hmm. But I well, appreciate you watching it. I gotta say, that's the CW for you. And uh, I have no regrets. And I'm really, I'm glad that I finally have seen the show. And I am hoping against hopes that this is like the worst of the shows that I'm going to be my explaining um, in the future. The but I don't have a lot of hope. That's really wishful thinking. Uh, it's going to be fun. Well, thank you. Thank you for listening to episode one of My Explaining. And make sure that you check out uh, the Instagram, the Twitter, 
at Maya Splaining. And we'll put for links both of them. to all of that in, in your in your descriptions. Yeah. So, um, oh, and click and subscribe, share with your friends. And thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye. XOXO. Gossip Girl. Maya Splaining. <laughs>